the Pro Wrestling Bowl. 35 short stories, including Harley Race, Ricky Morton, Tracy Smothers, and Tim Storm. Along with 300 photos from the independent scene. Taken from Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama. Get your book today by going to WrestleVille.com or LanceByChance.com. WrestleVille, it's where wrestling lives. Just cause I love my podcast. Working fans. I shed blood for my podcast. Ra-da-da. Let a podcast holler where my podcast. The pussy at. All I want to hear is right here, my podcast. Somebody say something about a podcast. You won't take this from me, baby. You will not take this from me, baby. Fans, welcome to the Working Fans Podcast presents, aka Slippery Joe's Funhouse, where we bring you a bonus podcast each week presenting your favorite podcast's favorite stuff. Now, we have some Tape Trader's Guide to the 90s coming up. We have some Cult in Connecticut. We'll be bringing you some Peter X. Murawski and a variety of other things through year two. We want to take a minute to thank our newest sponsor on the show, 482 Designs. That is F-O-U-R, the number is 82 Designs, 482 Designs. You can find them on Facebook by looking up F-O-U-R, 82 Designs, at F-O-U-R, 82 Designs on Instagram. And if you want to email them, go to F-O-U-R, 82 Designs at gmail.com. Pretty soon, we're going to be rolling out some high-quality T-shirts and stickers that were just done by the sponsor. Please check them out for any of your screen printing needs. First off, it's a light years better than our first one. Also, like, the vibes of washer and dryer, they look good, and they're good quality. Nice. And those stickers before Paco chewed them up were amazing. And luckily, we'll be getting some more in, hopefully, before we start selling them to fans. But that's F-O-U-R-8-2 Designs. Hi, guys. We're back. This is a Working Fans Podcast with our broadcast number two. How are you guys doing today? Good. Good. Yeah, man. <laughs> All right, so. Just before Christmas, so we're in that spirit here. I like to have to get up right in your face, too. <laughs> yeah. You guys are like Lennon and McCartney on that <laughs> mic. Like, I'm expecting a little get back. All right, so today we're going to be drinking a few beers from Treehouse. So Treehouse is located in Charlton, Massachusetts. It's considered to be amongst the best breweries in the United States, including public beer rating sites like Untapped, which had actually just got number one brewery for 2021 and Beer Advocate, as well as sites for including Forbes, the Boston Globe, and Thrillist. Mm. Yeah. So it was founded in 2011, and the brewery is originally located in Brimfield, Massachusetts. Then it moved to Munson, Massachusetts in 2013 before a multi-million dollar project landed them at their current site in 2017. So Treehouse is a non-distributing brewery, which means that you have to go to the brewery to buy their beers. Like given its popularity, there's usually long lines there. Matter of fact, I'll tell you a little story about the first time I went there. I just went, didn't look at the list or anything like that. And uh, it was very poorly timed. It happened to be their thousand batch release. Oh. And I had to wait in line for three hours in February. Oof. It was worth it though. It is a very great place. So Yeah. And I'm a novice too, obviously. And I've heard of the treehouse like plenty of times. Yeah. So. Yeah. So the first beer we're going to get into 
is called Restless. It's a it's a Weizenbach. Are you a fan of Restless? <laughs> Inside joke, guys. Can I get the front of that can again? Sorry, I yeah. started late. Boom. Look at that. All right, this is good to go. Shit's going on our TikTok. Check right, it out. So let's pour it out. Oh, man, you're getting that good sound of the pour, too. I was thinking that, too. That's a good pour. I'll have that soundboard to cover up my cough, too. Look at that. That's a nice, dark-looking beer. Almost looks like a cola in there. All right, so this is Treehouse's write-up for their beer, Restless, which is a Weizenbach. So expertly crafted, Restless is a rich, traditional, and delicious beer. To make it, we combine wheat, a complex assortment of German specialty malts, and noble hops before fermenting it at the hands of a traditional top fermenting Weiss yeast. It is then re-fermented in the can to produce a velvety texture that would otherwise be impossible to achieve. Combing the best elements of a traditional Doppelbach and Weiss beer, it carries rich malt complexity and character with notes of brown bread, molten toffee, dark fruit, and mild yeasty phenols. Hmm. So... What are you? What are you guys smelling? Kind of reminds me of like a Guinness. Yeah, it's got that right. look. It's got that heavy that smell. Pretty yeasty smell. Yeah, kinda, yeah. yeah, yeah. So let's drink some yeast. So Weizen in German it is for wheat, and Bach is what they were used to refer to as a stronger beer. So most German style beers are between like three percent and five percent. So Bach, a Bach style beer would be higher. Yeah, I'm not sure what the ABV is on this one. It's like eight and a half, I want to say. It's on the front of the can. Oh, yeah. 8.2%. So that, that's pretty high. Kind of reminds me of a Killian's. You ever had a Killian's? Mm-hmm. Kind, of kind of reminds me of that a little bit. Yeah, that traditional style. Mm-hmm. It has noble hops are referred to as their old style traditional hops that come from Germany. Okay. And they, they produce like a like an earthy, you know, like kind of flavor the malt is really good in this though it's like they Ooh. said that dark like toffee and dark fruit and, and bread dark <laughs> it's definitely it seems like a winter beer like a heavier beer yeah, yeah. it's definitely like you know be good for sitting by the fireplace or whatever it pairs with like chicken and dumplings or or like a banana bread yeah i could see this with like a nice beef stew that's what i want right now <laughs> that, that would be very can we get some beef stew up in this <laughs> So, Treehouse is known for their IPAs, double IPAs, all their hazy beers for sure. But they do these traditional styles very, very well. When I went to the brewery to pick these up, they actually have a separate bar where you can get all their like older style beers at specifically. Wow. Yeah, I find when you get away from the almost the typical beers, like your Budweiser's, your Coors, things like that. And you get to like beers like this, you get like that more full flavor. And I think that's where beer gets a little more interesting. Excuse me. Yeah. What gives it that richer flavor compared to like a Budweiser? Is it what they put in it? Yeah, that would that'd be the grist. So the grist is all the, the malts that they put in the beer. So the reason that the beer is dark, so they use wheat, which is a light grain, but yeah. they toast it, which it gives it that darker yeah, color it up flavor. A little bit. Yeah. You guys want to move on to the next one? Yeah, yeah. That's interesting, though. It's true. You might have said this already. I'm on three hours sleep here, so forgive me. But Treehouse is pretty much open all year round, too, right? It is, yeah. Yeah. I like the artwork on that. Yeah, they they actually have great artwork. This comes from a holiday seasonal lineup that they have. So this beer is called All I Want for Christmas is Juice. 
<laughs> yeah, all right. So we'll uh, pour it out here. I think I know what. This will be Scott from Ballentown's favorite beer. I was going to say. He loves that Mariah Carey song so much. Oh, uh, yeah. When this goes up on TikTok, I know exactly what you know the song, music I'm yeah. using. All right. So talking about Spider-Man spoilers. Just kidding. No, don't, don't do that. <laughs> we'll get canceled or something. Yeah. Get your ass kicked or that shit. You hear John Pollock <laughs> complaining about that the last week or so mm-hmm. on like some of his extras and yeah. like. You run that risk when you do a podcast. You want to stay current and things like that. But then you run the risk of like, I can't believe you spoiled that when. Right. Right. That's why I was joking because I was like, we're doing a beer cast today. It's like people aren't tuning in and expect us to spoil like Marvel movies. I hold up. Guess what happens? So I smelled that. I get a nice citrus scent off of it. All right. I'll read yeah. the write up for it here. So. Absolutely. All I want for Christmas is juice is an American double IPA brewed with a fruit forward blend of American hops, along with authentic Japanese sabacha tea paired with vanilla chamomile tea. Sabacha tea is made from roasted buckwheat grown in Hokkaido, Japan, without pesticides or chemicals. So it, it pours a hazy orange in the glass. It carries notes of orange jam, guava soft candy, a hint of vanilla chamomile, and a pervasive and pleasant nutty undertone. Oh. Undertone from the Sabacha Tea Edition. Speaking of nutty undertones, <laughs> what do you what do you taste in there, Dave? <laughs> it does smell like orangey jam to yeah. me, but you definitely can smell like the. It has more of a citrus scent than it has a taste. Yeah, it's got a definite IPA taste, but like you smell those fruits in there. Yeah, like when you first when it first goes into your mouth, you definitely get the like orange juice mm. kind of thing. And then I feel like the finish, uh, you can taste that like earthy tea, herbaly tea yeah. kind of thing. It's a big fan to... of double IPAs, aren't you, Dave? I, I, no, it's not It's not bad, but it's probably not my go-to. Um, it kind of, I was almost going to say it reminds me, I have a hard time of actually comparing to any other beer I had, honestly. It almost reminds me of like a Sam Adams kind of beer, but it also... That's, that's really reaching. Like, I can't think of anything this actually, in terms of beer I've had, that this reminds me. I'm trying to even think because I've had different beers that I think have had like Citra hops in it. Captain Lawrence makes a Citra dream. I think I tried. I don't know if I've had a beer that smells like a juice, but when you drink it, it drinks like an IPA. Yeah. So, and it's that tropical juice smell that I like. That's the thing you get from American hops is the tropical juice with mm. like a, like grapefruit or you know citrusy like peels, like almost the peels could, or the pith. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I like some tropical music in my head. Now. <laughs> like you listen to Island Boys. Yeah, Island Boys. Dave sitting on the dock of the bay, watching the tide. All right, so you're not a big fan of double IPA, so let's drink another one, Dave. There you go. This one's going to be called Jolly Juice. <laughs> Sign me up, son. This is what Dave's going to be drinking when he's putting the kids to bed on Christmas Eve. So be you. <laughs> he's just kidding. He wouldn't give kids alcohol. He ain't, jokes. He ain't not no, since the 70s. <laughs> he ain't no Grizzly Smith. <laughs> just kidding. It's got the, coming out of the can, it's got the same look as the last one. A little more of a head, it looks like. Not as powering the smell. All right. Uh, so I'll read the Hold on here. Let's get the alcohol content on that okay. second one. I don't uh, think we did. Oh, yeah. Well, it's not on the can. So. Oh, shit. They fucked it. <laughs> I think it's 8.1, though. All of these are over 8%. So I think oh, that one was 8.1. They don't play around at Treehouse. This one, this Jolly Juice is 8.2. Oof. It's 
Uh, all, all those all those double IPAs that means there's a lot of malt, and if there's a lot of malt, that means there's a lot of sugar. There's a lot of sugar there. That means there's a lot of alcohol. So, Jolly juice. Following you got on the, the Mister Wizard of Beer over here. <laughs> following on the wonderfully successful Jingle Juice, which is another beer they, they mm. do Christmas time. Jolly Juice is also brewed utilizing a intriguing ingredient paired with an onslaught of hops. Wait, what's, what's the ingredient? They ain't telling us. Oh, they're going to tell you. So by uh, steeping dried oh, osmothus flour, that's definitely not, not how that's pronounced. Oh, we should have had the I've only it. ever read, I've never heard oh, of that. Oh, that's, that's Osmanthus. Osmanthus, okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, they, they got the osmosis flour. Yeah. <laughs> so they add that flour in the wort during every phase of the process. We are able to extract incredible stone fruit-like character from this marvelous and mysterious ingredient. Mysterious to all of us, we don't even know how to pronounce it. Dave, name three stone fruits. Go. Stone fruits. Wasn't there like a star, star kiwi or something like that? Is that a stone fruit? I yeah. think star fruit would be. Star the, fruit. There you go. You're thinking more like your peaches. Anything with cherries. a pit in it. Yeah, cherries. cherries. Oh yeah, star fruit was one. No, that does, doesn't have a I don't pit. think that has a pit. Does that have a pit? No, that's, no, what, that's, what, green <laughs> that's what them little island boys eat. Island boys. <laughs> All right, so what do you smell different between this beer and the last beer? There's not like a... It's not an overpowering smell to it. There's a hint of fruit. Definitely less. I agree. The last one had an overpowering fruit smell. This yeah. one, I can kind of smell it, but I don't know if it's because the beer was in the glass like right before this. It's got a good smell. It doesn't smell intimidating. It looks about the same. Yeah. You know, it's yellow, hazy, very hazy. You can't see through it at all. It's almost, and this is probably maybe not complimentary, but, and I, I don't mean it in a bad way, but it's almost like. It tastes like gasoline. Flat. Kind of like a flat version of what we just had a little bit. Like not quite as strong. Maybe it doesn't have it doesn't the more pop. like expressive things in there. Like it's got a similar taste, but it's not as bold. I don't know why everything sounds so pretentious. So a little bit sometimes, like, maybe that last beer just burned your palate out a little bit. It, it might have. It might have. It's got a lot of explosive taste to it. Well, I'm trying to think of a way to say it because maybe it's not as flat. I'm trying to find the right words to say that. Osmosis. <laughs> the last beer had more like I, there was more pop to the taste. It was more like you could feel it more. This is more subtle. I clearly didn't get enough sleep last night. This is going to fuck me up. I'm going to my girlfriend's nursing graduation later. Yeah, congrats, Jen. Yeah, gotcha. Cheers. See your parents later on. Hey, what's up, bitches? Osmosis. Drink up. <laughs> so I didn't say it before, but both of these beers would pair with rich cheeses mm. or like a carrot cake, like a dessert. Yeah, you got a nice gruyere over there. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, man! I could eat some cheese right now. Yeah, you got that. You got that feta. You got that mm. smoked gouda. Smoked. That horseradish cheddar. I don't like horseradish cheddar. <laughs> horseradish cheddar is the I shit. Mean, I'm all about that horseradish. Uh, as long as you don't get like too powerful a piece and it like burns you up. Like I like mm. that nice subtle taste. I did not like it at all when I had it. I was <laughs> not a fan. All right, so speaking of what you liked, mm. Joe, let's hear it. Let's let's get your personal recommendation and rating for Restless, our, our Weizenbach. For Restless, I got to give it a three. I like a nice out of, heavy beer. Out of five stars. Out of five. I like a nice heavy beer. This, I feel like two would have you good on like a winter night because it's almost like it's too heavy to have too many. They, they all are. They're all definitely high ABV. That second one. The Jolly well, Juice. We'll, we'll do that. Oh, we'll do that. Good call. Yep. I'm doing yeah. the AJ rule. What yeah. do you think about Restless? Restless was actually my favorite out of a bunch. I'll give your, it a, your beer with a, a Yeah. List. If I had to pick one to drink for this, it'd be Restless. I give it 3.5. Again, I'm going to be stingy about mm. my 
rating system. What about it was better than the other ones? Like, what made that? It was more as a more accessible last time. It was it's more of a beer's beer for me. Okay. The other ones were a little more. The second one was a little more too fruity for my liking. It wasn't bad, but just a little too fruity. And then the last one, I don't know. It's just a unique flavor, and it was fine. I could drink it, but it really wasn't. Well, you Chevy, what's your rating on the first one? So. Well, I have a question for Dave. Is sure. it the like hot burn that you get from double IPAs, like the bitterness that you don't really enjoy? So you enjoy the like multi sweet. Maybe. 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 Well, we're gonna learn going forward in this. Yeah. This well, I mean, this one was probably sweeter. I thought the second one. Yeah. So. I, I think you're. I think you're right. I think you're right because I think the tea maybe or the all I want for Christmas is juice maybe like give it that earthy. Interesting you say that because I don't really drink any tea for most of my life. And it did provide a unique taste that I wasn't mm. necessarily a huge fan of, and maybe it was the tea. All right, so restless. Yeah, well, I'm, so three point five. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. I thought it's. I haven't had a lot of Weizenbach. Yeah, I think that time. might be my first Weizenbach that I'm aware of. Yeah. I've had like a Heifeisen. Yeah, most, most wheat beers I've had are are lighter and lower ABV for sure. So. I thought the malt character was very nice in that and like drinking that next to the fire out by the fireplace and like mm-hmm. in the fall time, maybe that would be really nice. Fireplace. Going with some, some beef stew, like mm-hmm. you guys said, I think yeah. that'd be really good. I'm going to give it a three and a half stars too. Three and a half stars, I love it. Yeah. So, nice. uh, maybe you have that? your significant other on a man. <laughs> Yay. Bear skin. All right. <laughs> so, let's move on to the all I want for Christmas is juice. Well, what are you giving that one, Joe? That to me was a four. I liked the smell right off the bat that drew me in. And the even though it's a heavier beer, like that doesn't scare me away necessarily. So that is something like I would definitely seek out and try. So I'll tell you what, you said something there, you like the smell a little better. I actually did like the smell a little better. So if we were rating this a smell, that's about a four. That was my favorite smell. I'm gonna be right back. Yeah, yeah, get out of here. <laughs> That's so fun. As far as like goes, like we're drinking, I'm gonna go a three, maybe a two point seven five in between them. I don't know. This little... is this is the highest rated brewery in the world. Just so everyone knows, <laughs> highest rated brewery in the world. Dave's giving it point seven five. I'm a novice, you know. He brought in a rookie, and I think I was. Where's the last place we went to? Last. The last, last some of the last places. So so we had Fox Farm beers. Yes. They're they're another one that should be pretty high rated. They're just small. So that, that was another one. That, I enjoyed those more, yeah. honestly. Yeah. You know, I agree with you. Yeah. And I mean, to me, it's just kind of like again, it's also it's not even really necessarily a total reflection on the brewery because it could just be the random beers. I'm picking this randomly. So I right. just remember I think you called one of them a beer flavored beer the last time and stuff like that. And I just that's I, a shout out to my my father in law Don James. That's his go to line: beer flavored beer. What's up, Don? I think that I guess what I'm learning is that I'm more of a beer guy, like a straight beer kind of guy. Now maybe the more we do this, my palate might get a little more complex. Guarantee like, it. Yeah. Okay. So so what did you give that? Overall, 2.75? oh that, yeah. Overall, I'm gonna go two point seven five. Okay. Well, I'm gonna go the opposite route. I'm gonna say that's a four point seven five for me. Okay. Wow. Uh, I've never, I don't think I've ever had a beer with buckwheat in it, let alone Japanese buckwheat from Hokkaido. I thought that that added a really nice earthy flavor, like I said, at the end, which I like have never tasted really in a beer. Treehouse cannot miss with double IPAs as far as I'm concerned. Mm. Every single one is a hazy juice bomb and they're fantastic, all of them. 
I'll make sure that I, I bring some more and I'm going to find one that you like, Dave. So. Okay. Hey, We're going to get Dave into those heavier beers. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I think it's okay. So let me throw this out there for you though. Like I like, I've had plenty of Guinnesses. I've had plenty of black and tans. Those are all really heavy beers. All right. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a whole different style though. Like, right. You say heavy beer, but that's a nitro beer. So instead of like having carbon dioxide in those beers, you notice how when they pour a Guinness, the bubbles fall down instead of yes. rising up. That's because they add nitrous oxide into, okay. into the beer instead of carbon dioxide. So it gives it like a different texture. Mm. It's like they're smaller bubbles. So it's like velvety. Okay. So it's like makes it creamy almost. Yeah. 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 I'm down with yeah. the creamy. Good with a beef stew. Guinness yeah. beef stew. Perfect. Guinness beef stew. Perfect. Okay, There's yeah. no beer that's better with a beef stew than that. So yeah. What did you think about the Jolly Juice, Joe? The Jolly Juice? I liked it a little less than the second one. So I would give that like a 3.75. I still thought it was good, but the second one was clearly my favorite of the day. Like I could, yeah, I definitely like the second one better. It's so close though. Cause they're like similar type beers, but I just like the smell on the second uh, one. A lot of the taste. beers from Treehouse are, are very similar. It's just a little, you know, a little yeah. tweaking and you just, you know, as they developed, develops his palate he'll realize those little he'll be like what they put passion fruit and yeah. almonds in there yeah exactly what would you think of jolly uh, juice uh, the opposite of joe this experience progressively went down for me <laughs> i started off with about a three went to a 2.75 and i'm going with a 2.5 best brewery in the world absolutely <laughs> might not maybe i'm just you know i got that poor man's taste you know you're taking me to sophisticated i'm like Ain't you guys got no ripple? <laughs> well, if you are a fan of like regular beers, sometimes it takes a little bit to get into these. Like I wasn't a fan of the dark beers at first. And then I noticed like a lot of the times in the winters it came around in like the mix packs. Right. So I would learn to like, like the chocolate box or the chocolate stouts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. These are the styles of beers that you work your way up to, I guess. I okay. mean, not everyone. Some people enjoy those right off the bat. Yeah, you got to walk before you run. Yeah, like I, I mean, I'll, she, she went right to the double IPAs and everything. So. I, I got to tell you, like, so I remember back in the day, I wasn't a big drinker, and I kind of started drinking, I think I Coronas of all beers one yeah, day. Yeah, Boone's Farm, right? It was just super hot, and someone kept giving me some Coronas. And all that. But then, like, I started going to, like, Black and Tans. I started doing Guinness and stuff. Heavier beers would get full almost, but like I was used to drinking that. But then again, I don't drink a lot, and it's been years since I really, you know, drank any type of beer other than like probably the cheap shit. Yeah. So maybe I've gotten a little bit away from it, but they're all good. It's an acquired taste too, yeah. like to really appreciate it. Cause otherwise, you're like, oh, wow, that's strong. And it's like, mm -hmm. it is strong, but there are like waves of flavor in there, and there's mm -hmm. different notes to it. Almost like how people talk about wine, like, I got raspberries in my nose. It's important to have someone like Dave on a podcast like this because he represents most people's palates. Mm. So if you don't want to go to Treehouse, I mean, their beers are not cheap. So if you don't want to make a, you know, trip to Treehouse to buy, you know, for a $20 four pack for something right. you don't like. So yeah, watch Dave, me, Dave's point is valid. Watch me graduate. From a natty ice guy <laughs> to a double a IPA guy as this podcast That's continues. <laughs> so for the most part, I agreed with you guys as far as the Jolly Juice. I thought that the All I Want for Christmas is Juice was better. 
the jolly juice was was good uh, it was very good um definitely all those tropical flavors the uh, orange juice i'm gonna give that one a, a four i think so did your wife have any of these ever these yeah guys? and what did she think what was her favorite out of these she hasn't tried the jolly juice yet okay. but uh, of the other two the restless and the all i want for christmas she liked the all i want for okay christmas. so i am in the minority there with that so far of our group i like the restless well, all right. Now, last week we had a surprise beer. I left in a. Oh, don't shut us down, Dave. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> oh, I got you. You're sitting. Don't don't cut me off. <laughs> so I forgot this week's surprise beer. So we're gonna cover last week's. I broke out the Two Roads Little Heaven, four point eight ABV. It's a session IPA in a can made with three exotic hops: the Azaka, Mosaic, and Equinox uh, hops. Azaka, that red group. <laughs> Taste is of tropical fruits, specifically passion fruit, grapefruit, and apricots. Finishes with just enough toasted malt character to balance. On beeradvocate.com, it was ranked 3,808 in IPA Americans with an 87 score, ranked 21,991. I thought it was a little better than that. I've never picked up on the tropical fruits in it. Yeah, you get that definitely from the like mosaic hops for sure the, mm. the azeka or, or whatever azaka. Azaka hops. <laughs> those are i haven't had a lot of beers those are ones that aren't used super often for sure and what about the equinox hops like what makes each of these hops different so they all have a different flavor profiled and they also impart different levels of bitterness i would have to look at i have a giant chart on my wall in in, in my man cave if you want to call it that mm -hmm. but the the mosaic ones are super super popular and all like the hazy IPAs because they give you uh, like tropical fruit flavors for sure. They're the most used, I would say. That one and Citra are probably the most used hops in all these American double IPAs. Nice. How about next time we record, we have you get a little bit into hops, maybe the differences between them, and we'll profile a different beer. That sounds good. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us for another brewcast, and we will see you next time. All right, so that wraps us up for this week. Thank you again for listening to the Working Fans Podcast. So as always, you can find us on Twitter at Fans Working. Our Facebook page is Working Fans Wrestling Pod. We have email where you can reach out to us and let us know what you think also. That's Working Fans Wrestling Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, Working Fans Wrestling underscore pod. And then as always, please continue to listen to us on Anchor.fm, Google Podcast, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, all your major platforms. If you're following us on Apple Podcasts, which we are also on now, and YouTube, please make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star rating. It helps us bring you these podcasts where we get to talk to you and talk with you every week.